The distant planet, orbiting a sun unlike their own, was a sapphire against the black canvas of space. As Commander Adrian's ship descended, the planet's surface came into clearer view, rugged terrain interspersed with patches of verdure. This was to be humanity's new frontier, a hope for the future. But something was amiss. The landing was smooth, the ship's engines humming softly as they touched down near the colony. Adrian peered through the cockpit window, scanning the settlement. No welcoming party, no movement. His gut tightened. The colony, which should have been bustling with life, was hauntingly still under the starlit sky. Team, gear up, Adrian commanded, his voice steady despite the unease that gripped him. The crew, experienced and efficient, quickly donned their suits and checked their equipment. Each member knew the drill, but none had expected to use their training in such a scenario. As the ship's hatch opened, a gust of alien wind greeted them, carrying a scent they couldn't place. They stepped onto the alien soil, each footstep kicking up a small cloud of dust. The colony's structures, constructed with the latest technology Earth had to offer, stood resilient against the planet's elements. But the silence was overwhelming. Adrian led his team through the main thoroughfare. The buildings were intact, no signs of bombardment or natural disaster. Yet, there was an unmistakable sense of struggle. A dented signpost here, a shattered window there. The most chilling scene was the community dining area. Meals laid out as if the colonists had been about to eat, yet not a soul in sight. It was as if they had vanished into thin air. Looks like they left in a hurry, murmured Alex, the team's engineer, eyeing a half-eaten sandwich on a table. Or were taken, added Maria the biologist, her voice barely above a whisper. Adrian took a deep breath, his mind racing with possibilities. Abduction? An unknown pathogen? He pushed the thoughts away. Speculation wouldn't help. They needed answers. Let's split up. Alex, Maria, take the north side. Robert, you're with me. We're going south. Come stay open. Record everything, Adrian instructed, his tone leaving no room for protest. As the team dispersed, Adrian felt the weight of responsibility on his shoulders. This was more than a rescue mission now. It was a search for the truth about what had happened to the lost colony. Stay sharp, he reminded his team. We don't know what we're dealing with yet. With that, they moved deeper into the colony, their steps echoing in the eerie silence, unaware of the eyes that watched them from the shadows. The investigation was just beginning. Commander Adrian and his team commenced their investigation under the pale light of the alien sun. The silence of the colony hung heavily as they split up, each step forward revealing more of the mystery. Adrian and Robert, his second-in-command, headed south, methodically checking each building. They found living quarters in disarray, personal belongings left behind as if their owners would return at any moment. But it was in the heart of the colony that they made a startling discovery. Behind a seemingly ordinary panel in what appeared to be a communal area, Adrian found a hidden switch. With a glance at Robert, he pressed it. The wall slid away, revealing a narrow passage. They exchanged a look of disbelief and proceeded cautiously. The passage led them to a concealed laboratory, vastly different from the rest of the colony's architecture. 
Its sleek design contrasted sharply with the rustic exterior of the other buildings. But what caught Adrian's attention was the state of disarray inside. The lab was a scene of chaos. Equipment was smashed, glass shattered, and papers scattered all over the floor. Files lay open, their contents spilling out. Cryptic notes and complex diagrams that hinted at research far beyond any approved mission parameters. This wasn't just a colony, Adrian muttered, scanning the documents. They were experimenting with something. Robert picked up a cracked photo frame from the floor, revealing a group of scientists, their faces marked by determination and secrets. Whatever they were doing here, it was important enough to hide from everyone, even Earth Command. Adrian's mind raced as he pieced together the implications. Unauthorized experiments on a distant planet. The potential for such actions was both terrifying and profound. The question now was not just what happened to the colonists, but what had they uncovered here? As they sifted through the remnants of the lab, the enormity of their discovery began to sink in. This hidden lab, buried beneath the surface of a lost colony, held secrets that could change everything they knew about this mission, the planet, and perhaps even humanity itself. The lab's state suggested a sudden and chaotic departure, or worse, a forceful evacuation. But why? What had driven the scientists to abandon such crucial work? We need to report this, Robert said, his voice tense. Adrian nodded, his mind already racing ahead. And we need to understand what they were working on. This changes everything. The discovery of the secret lab marked a turning point in their mission, propelling them deeper into the mysteries of the lost colony. The answers they sought now lay scattered amidst the ruins of ambition and secrecy. Back at their makeshift base in the colony's central hub, Commander Adrian's team gathered, each member weighed down by the implications of the secret lab. The findings were spread out before them, indecipherable formulas, strange biological sketches, and a series of unsettling photographs showing various stages of some unknown process. As they pored over the data, trying to make sense of the experiments, a sudden commotion erupted. Alex and Maria burst in, panic etched on their faces. Behind them, staggering with a limp, was Peter, another crew member who had been scouting the northern sector. Something attacked me! Peter gasped, clutching his arm, which oozed with an unfamiliar, luminescent blood. The team rushed to his aid, but Adrian's eyes narrowed with suspicion. There was something off about Peter's demeanour something uncannily rehearsed in his expressions. As Maria tended to the wound, Peter's eyes flickered unnaturally. In a split second, his form shimmered, morphing into a grotesque, half-human, half-alien figure. The crew stepped back in horror as the creature, a mimic in perfect disguise, revealed itself. Chaos ensued. The mimic, now in its true form, lunged at the team with terrifying agility. Adrian and Robert managed to subdue it, but the damage was done. Trust, the very foundation of their team, had been shattered. How long has it been among us? Maria whispered, her voice trembling. Alex scanned the room warily. Could there be more? How do we know who's real? The revelation that the indigenous life forms could perfectly imitate humans 
sent a wave of paranoia through the team. Every glance was now suspect, every word doubted. The Mimic's ability to infiltrate so seamlessly turned the mission into a nightmare. They were not just fighting an unknown entity. They were fighting an enemy that could be hiding within, undetectable until it was too late. Adrian realized the gravity of the situation. They were isolated, light years away from Earth, and now facing an enemy that could be anyone. The mission parameters had changed completely. It was no longer just about discovering what happened to the lost colony. It was about survival. He made a quick decision. We need to stick together, verify each other's identities and keep constant watch. We can't let paranoia divide us. The team nodded, understanding the necessity of unity in the face of such an insidious threat. But as they prepared to continue their investigation, each member couldn't shake off the nagging question. Who among them was real and who was a mimic waiting to strike? Determined to unearth the planet's secrets and understand the threat they faced, Commander Adrian rallied his team for an expedition beyond the colony's perimeter. The recent mimic attack had left them all on edge, but Adrian knew that answers lay in the unexplored expanses of the planet. They ventured into the alien wilderness, the landscape changing as they moved away from the colony. The terrain became rugged, marked by towering rock formations and dense, unfamiliar vegetation. The air was thick with the scent of something ancient and undiscovered. After hours of trekking, they reached a valley overshadowed by massive stone structures. It was as if they had stepped into another world. Before them lay the ruins of an ancient civilization, grandiose buildings now crumbling, intricate carvings eroded by time, and technological relics that hinted at a once-advanced society. This is incredible, Maria whispered, her eyes wide with awe. They had a civilization, a culture, perhaps even an empire. The team split up to explore the ruins. The architecture was unlike anything on Earth, with smooth, curved lines and symbols that glowed faintly, indicating a fusion of aesthetics and function. The technology, though decayed, was clearly advanced, perhaps even surpassing human capabilities. Adrian examined a series of murals depicting the aliens, tall, slender beings with an air of grace. The murals told a story of prosperity, innovation, and eventually, a fall into oblivion. It raised questions about their disappearance and how it might relate to the current plight of the colony. Amidst the ruins, they found a central plaza with a large, dormant device. Its purpose was unclear, but it was evidently of great significance, possibly a source of power or a monument. This civilization, they were advanced, maybe even more than us, Robert said, scanning the structures with a handheld device. But something happened to them, something catastrophic. The discovery of the alien ruins opened a new chapter in their mission. It was a glimpse into the history of the planet, a history that held clues to the present. The ruins stood as silent witnesses to a forgotten past, and now they were the key to understanding the dangers that lurked on this mysterious world. While exploring the labyrinthine corridors of the ancient ruins, Commander Adrian and his team came across something utterly unexpected. In a secluded chamber, illuminated by the soft, eerie glow of alien technology, they found a being unlike any they had ever seen. 
It was a hybrid, a fusion of human and mimic characteristics. The creature had a humanoid form, but its skin had the iridescent sheen characteristic of the mimics. Its eyes, reflecting a depth of intelligence and emotion, flickered between a human gaze and the glowing orbs of the indigenous life forms. The team stood frozen, caught between fear and fascination. Is it... alive? Alex murmured, his voice barely above a whisper. As if in response, the hybrid stirred, its gaze focusing on the team. There was no aggression in its movements, only a cautious curiosity. It spoke, its voice a haunting melody, a blend of human speech and an otherworldly tone. I am neither your enemy nor entirely one of you, the hybrid began, its words clear and tinged with sadness. I am the result of what was started here, a union of two worlds. The team listened in stunned silence as the hybrid recounted its story. It spoke of the experiments conducted in the secret lab, a forbidden attempt to merge human and mimic DNA. The goal had been to create a bridge between the two species, a being that could understand and communicate with both. The hybrid was the only success, a living proof to the blending of cultures and species. It was not just science that created me, it continued. It was hope. Hope for understanding, for coexistence. But fear and misunderstanding led to conflict. Adrian realized the significance of this revelation. The hybrid was the key to understanding the fate of the colony, a living piece of its history. It represented what the colony could have achieved, a harmonious existence with the planet's indigenous life forms. As they left the chamber, the hybrid's words echoed in their minds. This discovery reshaped their understanding of the colony's mission. It was no longer a simple case of human survival against alien threats. It was about the consequences of humanity's reach into the unknown. The potential for both magnificent and disastrous outcomes when two worlds collided. The existence of the hybrid being was a profound discovery. A symbol of what could have been and what still might be possible. As they walked back through the ruins, the team grappled with the implications of their find. The blending of human and mimic was not just a scientific marvel. It was a reminder of the delicate balance between exploration and respect for the new worlds humanity sought to inhabit. After their encounter with the hybrid, Commander Adrian and his team intensified their search through the ruins, driven by a renewed sense of urgency. The possibility of finding survivors, however slim, couldn't be ignored. Each room and corridor was meticulously checked, each shadow scrutinized. It was in the lower levels of the ruins, in a section that seemed long abandoned by its original inhabitants, where they made a startling discovery. Huddled in a dark corner of a dilapidated room, they found a lone survivor. She was a woman gaunt and disheveled, her eyes wide with a mix of fear and disbelief. Please, don't hurt me, she whispered hoarsely as they approached. We're here to help, Adrian reassured her gently offering his hand. We're from Earth, a rescue team. What's your name? Sarah, she replied, her voice trembling. She took Adrian's hand, her grip surprisingly strong despite her frail appearance. As they led Sarah to a safer area, she began to share her story. 
it was a tale of horror and desperation. The colonists had initially welcomed the discovery of the mimics, intrigued by the possibility of studying a new form of life. But fascination turned to terror as the mimics began to infiltrate their ranks, undetected, until it was too late. Paranoia gripped the colony. Friends turned on friends, families were torn apart, all under the constant threat of an invisible enemy. The colony descended into chaos, each day a struggle for survival against an ever-present and indistinguishable threat. Sarah spoke of the final days before she hid away, the colony already decimated by internal conflict and mimic attacks. She had witnessed unspeakable acts, the result of fear and madness consuming the once hopeful settlers. Her words painted a grim picture of the colony's final days, a testament to the destructive power of fear and the devastating consequences of humanity's reach exceeding its grasp. As Sarah recounted her experiences, the team listened in somber silence. Her survival was a miracle, but her story was a stark reminder of the human cost of this tragic venture. With Sarah now a part of their group, Commander Adrian and his team followed her lead to a location she had stumbled upon during her harrowing days of hiding. Her discovery, she claimed, was something that defied all their expectations about the planet and its inhabitants. Traversing through a network of tunnels that wound deep beneath the ruins, the team felt a growing sense of anticipation. The passageways, though narrow and dark, were smooth and deliberately constructed a stark contrast to the ruggedness of the surface terrain. After what felt like hours, they emerged into a vast cavern that took their breath away. It was an underground city, magnificent in scale and design, bathed in a soft bioluminescent glow. Towering structures carved out of the cavern walls, interconnected by bridges and walkways spanned as far as the eye could see. It was a marvel of architecture and a clear indication of an advanced, organized society. But what truly astonished them was the sight of its inhabitants. The mimics, so feared and misunderstood on the surface, moved about this subterranean metropolis in peace. They saw families, social gatherings, and even artistic expressions in the form of murals and sculptures. This was a far cry from the hostile creatures they had encountered above. The colonists never knew. Sarah whispered, her voice a mixture of wonder and regret. We never knew they had a world of their own down here. The underground city was a revelation. It was a society that operated in harmony, untouched by the conflict and paranoia that had ravaged the surface. The mimics, it seemed, were not just mindless predators. They were beings with a culture, a community, and a way of life that was complex and sophisticated. Commander Adrian realized the significance of this discovery. The conflict on the surface was a result of fear and misunderstanding, a tragic clash between two worlds that never truly sought to understand each other. Here, in this hidden city, lay the potential for peace and coexistence. As they walked through the city, observing and occasionally interacting with its curious but cautious inhabitants, the team came to a new understanding of the planet. The underground city wasn't just a haven for the mimics. It was a testament to the possibilities that lay in mutual respect and understanding between different species. 
As Commander Adrian and his team ventured deeper into the mesmerizing underground city of the Mimics, they began to notice a pattern in the city's design. Central to each sector was a structure more intricate and guarded than the rest. Intrigued by this recurring design, they decided to investigate one of these central buildings more closely. With Sarah guiding them and the Mimics observing cautiously, they approached one such structure. The building was a marvel of engineering, its walls pulsating with a rhythmic glow that seemed to be the heartbeat of the city. Inside, they found a chamber housing a device unlike anything they had ever seen. The device was a confluence of organic and mechanical components, pulsating with energy. It was clear that this was no ordinary power source, it was something far more advanced and potent. The energy it emitted was raw yet controlled, filling the chamber with a humming that resonated in their bones. It's... alive, almost, Maria noted, her eyes wide with scientific curiosity. It's more than just a power source, Adrian added, studying the readings on his handheld scanner. It's like nothing we have on Earth. This must be what the colony was researching. The team hypothesized that the energy source was the key to the colony's secrecy. It was a discovery that could revolutionize energy consumption and generation, not just for the colony, but for all of humanity. However, its integration with the Mimic's technology suggested that it was also vital to the life of the underground city and perhaps the entire planet. This revelation raised a multitude of questions. Had the colonists understood the significance of what they had found? What were their intentions with such power? And more importantly, what would happen if this energy source was removed or misused? As they stood in the chamber, surrounded by the hum of the mysterious energy source, the team realized the gravity of their discovery. This was not just about a lost colony anymore. They were standing at the crossroads of a significant ethical dilemma involving the fate of an entire species and potentially a new era for humanity. The discovery of the energy source was a pivotal moment in their mission. It was a finding that could change the course of human history, but it also carried the weight of responsibility. The decisions made here, in the heart of the Mimic City, would have far-reaching consequences for both humans and Mimics. The team was now faced with the challenge of balancing the advancement of human knowledge with the preservation and respect for alien life. Intrigued by the possibility of learning more about the history of the colony's interaction with the Mimics, Commander Adrian led his team to the archives of the underground city. This vast library, a repository of both Mimic and human records, was a treasure trove of information, carefully preserved by the Mimic Society. Amongst the myriad of documents, a particular item caught their attention, a diary, its cover worn, belonging to a colonist named Samuel. It was a rare find, a personal account that promised insights into the human perspective of the colony's final days. As they gathered around, Adrian carefully opened the diary. The pages were filled with neat handwritten entries that started optimistically, but grew increasingly troubled over time. Samuel had chronicled the colony's early days, the excitement of new discoveries, and the initial peaceful interactions with the Mimics. However, the tone of the diary shifted dramatically as it progressed. 
Samuel wrote of growing paranoia among the colonists, fueled by rumors and fear of the mimics. The entries became a haunting narrative of the colony's descent into chaos. Trust eroded as colonists suspected one another of being mimics in disguise. Families and friends were torn apart by suspicion and fear. One entry read, We are no longer ourselves. Fear has transformed us into monsters, more frightening than anything we believed the mimics to be. The diary also revealed Samuel's internal struggle as he grappled with his own fear and the increasingly hostile environment. His words conveyed a sense of helplessness and despair as he witnessed the disintegration of the community he had once called home. The final entries were fragmented, almost delirious. Samuel wrote of hearing screams in the night, of friends disappearing, and of his own plans to escape to the underground, where he had heard whispers of a different world, a world where mimics lived in harmony. As Adrian closed the diary, the team sat in reflective silence. The diary was not just a record of events, it was a mirror showing the devastating effects of fear and misunderstanding. It served as a poignant reminder that the true enemy was not the mimics, but the paranoia and hysteria that had gripped the colony. This personal account added a new layer of understanding to their mission. It was a vivid illustration of how fear can corrupt and destroy, and a call to approach the unknown not with weapons drawn, but with an open mind. The diary of a lost colonist thus became a guiding light for their next steps, urging them to seek a path of empathy and cooperation in their dealings with the alien world. Guided by the last fragmented entries of Samuel's diary, which hinted at a mysterious location where realities converged, Commander Adrian and his team embarked on a new quest. They ventured deeper into the uncharted areas of the underground city, where the ancient and the modern fused in the mimic's architecture. The diary spoke of a gateway to the stars where worlds meet, a description that had initially seemed like the ramblings of a distressed mind. However, as they progressed, the team began to encounter increasingly strange phenomena, spatial distortions and fluctuating energy readings that defied their scientific understanding. Finally, they arrived at a secluded chamber far beneath the city. It was a place that felt both ancient and alive, pulsing with an unseen force. At its center stood a remarkable structure, a portal shimmering with energy, its surface rippling like a curtain in the wind. This must be it, Adrian whispered, a mix of awe and apprehension in his voice. The portal's frame was adorned with intricate carvings that depicted the stars and various celestial bodies along with both mimic and human figures reaching out to each other. The team approached cautiously, instruments scanning the anomaly. The readings were off the charts. The portal was not just a physical construct, it was a nexus of energy, a bridge between worlds. It's like a wormhole, but artificially created, Alex said, his eyes fixed on the data on his screen. The diary mentioned an escape route, Maria added, her gaze locked on the mesmerizing movements of the portal. Could the colonists have used this to leave the planet? The possibility dawned on them. This portal could be the key to the colonists' disappearance. It wasn't an invasion or a mass abduction. It was an exodus, a flight to another world, 
perhaps driven by the same fear and chaos that had torn the colony apart. As they stood before the portal, they realized the enormity of their discovery. This was more than a technological marvel. It was a doorway to other worlds, other possibilities. It symbolized hope, but also the profound responsibility that came with such power. The discovery of the portal was a turning point in their mission. It offered potential answers to the fate of the lost colony and opened up new horizons for exploration and understanding. Yet, it also posed significant questions about the ethics of using such a portal and the consequences of interstellar travel. As they documented the portal and prepared to report their findings, Adrian knew that their mission had just become part of a much larger story, one that spanned beyond their own world and into the mysteries of the cosmos. With the discovery of the portal, Commander Adrian and his team were eager to understand its context within the Mimic civilization. They began a careful investigation of the area surrounding the portal, which seemed to be a site of great significance. The chamber housing the portal was adorned with more than just artistic carvings. It was a tapestry of the Mimic's history and beliefs. Intricate murals depicted scenes of Mimic and human interaction, celestial events, and what appeared to be religious ceremonies. As they moved through the adjacent chambers, their attention was drawn to a particular room that radiated a solemn, almost reverent atmosphere. The room was circular, with a smooth, reflective floor and walls covered in symbols that glowed softly. In the center, a small, crystalline object hovered, emitting a gentle, pulsating light. Fascinated, the team stepped into the room to examine the object more closely. However, their intrusion was not unnoticed. A group of mimics, who had been observing the team's exploration from a distance, rushed into the room, their expressions a mix of distress and anger. Through a tense and difficult exchange, facilitated by the mimic-human hybrid they had encountered earlier, it was revealed that the chamber was a sacred site to the mimics. It was a place of meditation and communion, central to their spiritual life. The team's entry into the chamber, especially with their equipment and weapons, was seen as a grave act of disrespect. The situation escalated quickly. The mimics, who had thus far been cautiously welcoming, now viewed the team with suspicion and hostility. The fragile peace that had been established was under threat. Commander Adrian, realizing the gravity of their mistake, immediately ordered his team to withdraw from the chamber. He expressed his apologies to the mimics, emphasizing their lack of understanding of the site's significance. Despite their efforts to de-escalate the situation, the damage had been done. The team's accidental violation of the sacred ground had sown seeds of distrust, making their mission even more challenging. It was a stark reminder that in the realm of intercultural and interspecies relations, Respect for customs and sacred sites was paramount. As they retreated from the chamber, the team was acutely aware that their actions had potentially jeopardized not just their mission, but also the prospect of establishing a peaceful coexistence with the mimics. The road ahead was now more uncertain, and the need for careful, respectful navigation in their interactions with the mimics had never been clearer. In the aftermath of violating the sacred ground, Commander Adrian and his team were determined to find a way to mend the fragile relationship with the Mimics. 
They sought to uncover something that could explain the colonists' actions and intentions, hoping it would provide a basis for reconciliation. Their search led them to a secluded part of the underground city, one that even the mimics seemed to avoid. The architecture here was different, an unsettling blend of mimic design and human technology. It was in this unlikely place that they made a startling discovery. Hidden behind a series of complex security measures, they found a facility that was unmistakably human in origin. The technology was advanced, beyond what was known to be available to the colony. The facility was filled with rows of chambers, each containing what appeared to be a human in stasis. As they investigated further, the chilling reality became apparent. This was a cloning facility. Each chamber held a clone at various stages of development. The records, partially corrupted, hinted at an extensive and sophisticated operation, but the purpose was shrouded in mystery. Why would the colonists need a cloning facility? Maria pondered aloud, her gaze fixed on the eerie sight of countless dormant figures. This isn't standard colonization procedure, Adrian replied, his mind racing. Were they trying to increase their numbers rapidly, or something more sinister? The discovery raised more questions than answers. Had the colonists planned to use the clones for labor, for experimentation? Or was there a more desperate motive linked to their survival in an alien world? As they delved deeper into the facility's data, they found references to genetic experiments, not just cloning. There were notes on adapting human physiology to alien environments, and even attempts at integrating mimic DNA. The revelation of the cloning facility was a bombshell. It suggested a level of ethical compromise and secrecy that went far beyond what they had imagined. The colonists, it seemed, had been playing with the very essence of life, crossing boundaries that were ethically and morally questionable. This facility, with its rows of silent potential lives, was a testament to the lengths the colonists had gone to in their struggle to survive and adapt on this alien world. For Commander Adrian and his team, the discovery was a disturbing insight into the Lost Colony's final days, and a potential key to understanding the broader implications of their mission. The cloning facility was not just a scientific endeavor. It was a Pandora's box of moral and ethical dilemmas that they now had to confront. The discovery of the cloning facility weighed heavily on Commander Adrian and his team. They knew this revelation could either bridge the gap between them and the mimics or widen it irreparably. Choosing transparency, Adrian decided to disclose this finding to the mimic leaders. Arranging a meeting was challenging given the recent strain, but the mimic-human hybrid, acting as an intermediary, facilitated this crucial dialogue. In a large chamber, under the watchful eyes of both human and mimic, Adrian stood before the assembly of mimic leaders. With a deep sense of responsibility, he revealed the existence of the cloning facility and shared the information they had uncovered. The mimics listened intently, their expressions inscrutable, as Adrian detailed the extent of the experiments and the implications of such actions. The air was thick with tension as Adrian concluded his disclosure. There was a long, heavy silence, broken finally by the mimic spokesperson, their voice resonating through the chamber. 
We knew of your kind's arrival and watched from the shadows, the mimic leader began. Our intentions were never hostile, but we feared what you might do to our world. Your revelation confirms our concerns, but also shows your willingness to seek truth and understanding. The leader's words were a mix of caution and a tentative offer of trust. The mimics had long been aware of the colonists' activities, but the extent of the cloning and genetic experiments was new to them. This facility you speak of, it is an abomination to both our kinds, the leader continued, but your honesty in bringing this to light is a step towards reconciliation. Adrian seized the moment to propose a mutual agreement. He suggested the formation of a joint human-mimic council to oversee the dismantling of the cloning facility and to ensure that such actions were never repeated. In return, he asked for the mimic's help in understanding the portal and the possibility of finding the missing colonists. In the midst of the negotiations, Adrian seized a moment of quiet. He looked directly at the mimic spokesperson, his expression a mix of curiosity and concern. There's one question that remains unanswered, Adrian began cautiously. What happened to the original colonists? Where did they all go? The mimic spokesperson paused, their luminous eyes reflecting a depth of knowledge and understanding. They are home now, came the enigmatic reply. Home, Adrian echoed, confusion evident in his tone. You mean back on Earth? Yes, home Earth the mimic affirmed. You will find out in due time. The response left Adrian and his team perplexed, adding another layer to the already complex situation. They exchanged glances, each pondering the implications of what the mimic had just revealed. After a lengthy discussion, a tentative agreement was reached. The mimics agreed to the formation of the council and offered their cooperation in understanding the portal. In exchange, they asked for respect for their sacred sites and a commitment to peaceful coexistence. The meeting concluded with both sides expressing a cautious optimism. The agreement was fragile, built on the ruins of past mistakes, but it was a start. For the first time since their arrival, there was a sense of hope, a possibility of forging a new path based on mutual respect and understanding. Commander Adrian and his team left the chamber knowing that the road ahead would be challenging. But the agreement with the Mimics was a significant step towards mending the rift between their worlds. It was an opportunity to learn from the mistakes of the past and to build a future where humans and Mimics could coexist in harmony. Following the establishment of the tentative peace agreement with the Mimics, Commander Adrian and his team, accompanied by Mimic representatives, turned their attention to the mysterious energy source they had discovered earlier. Understanding its true nature and purpose became their primary focus. Together they delved deeper into the study of the energy source, combining human scientific methods with the mimic's knowledge of their planet's unique properties. The collaboration was uneasy at first, marked by centuries of misunderstanding. But gradually, a mutual respect began to form as they worked towards a common goal. The breakthrough came when they analyzed the energy patterns and compared them with the planet's geological and ecological data. It became clear that the energy source was not just a power generator. It was an integral part of the planet's life force, a heart-pumping vitality through its subterranean veins. 
The energy source had a symbiotic relationship with the planet's ecosystem. It regulated climate, maintained geological stability, and was even linked to the life cycles of the indigenous flora and fauna. The mimics being deeply connected to their planet revered it as a sacred entity, essential for the survival and prosperity of all life on their world. The realization of the energy source's significance came as a shock to the team. Its removal or misuse could lead to catastrophic consequences, potentially rendering the planet uninhabitable for both humans and mimics. The colonists' attempts to harness and perhaps relocate the energy source now appeared as a grave miscalculation, driven by ignorance and desperation. This revelation posed a significant moral dilemma. The energy source had the potential to revolutionize human technology and energy consumption, presenting a solution to many of Earth's crises. However, exploiting it meant endangering an entire planet and its inhabitants. As they grappled with this dilemma, the team understood that their mission had evolved far beyond a simple search and rescue operation. They were now faced with a decision that held ethical implications extending beyond their own species and affecting an entire ecosystem. The truth behind the energy source was a stark reminder of the interconnectedness of life and the responsibility that comes with knowledge and power. For Commander Adrian and his team, the decision on how to proceed was clear. They had to protect the integrity of the planet and its inhabitants, even if it meant letting go of a potentially life-changing discovery. The well-being of the planet and its diverse life forms had to take precedence over short-term gains. The weight of their discovery about the energy source rested heavily on Commander Adrian and his team. They were acutely aware that their next actions would have far-reaching consequences. In a meeting that brought together the team, Mimic representatives and the Mimic-Human hybrid, they faced the crucial decision of determining the fate of the energy source. The discussion was intense and emotional. Some team members argued the benefits of harnessing such a power for humanity. Others pointed out the moral responsibility they had towards the planet and its inhabitants. The mimics, for their part, expressed a deep connection to the energy source, describing it as the lifeblood of their world. Adrian listened to each argument, weighing them against the backdrop of their mission and the broader implications for both their species and the planet. He thought about the history of the colony, the conflicts that arose from fear and misunderstanding, and the potential for a different future, one based on respect and coexistence. Finally, Adrian spoke, his voice resolute. Our mission was to find and rescue the lost colonists. What we found was a world that needs our protection, not our exploitation. We cannot repeat the mistakes of the past. We have a duty to preserve this planet. His decision was met with nods of agreement from his team. They had seen firsthand the consequences of disrupting the delicate balance of this world. The energy source, while a remarkable discovery, was not theirs to exploit. The well-being of the planet and its inhabitants was paramount. Together, they formulated a plan. The energy source would be sealed, safeguarded by both humans and mimics. The portal, too, would be closed, preventing any future attempts to exploit the planet's resources. These actions would ensure the preservation of the planet's ecosystem 
and the continuation of the Mimic's way of life. The team worked alongside the Mimics to implement these measures. As they activated the mechanisms to seal the energy source and close the portal, there was a sense of unity and purpose among them. For the first time, humans and Mimics were working together towards a common goal. As they completed their task, Commander Adrian looked around at the diverse group that had come together in this crucial moment. This was more than just a successful mission. It was a step towards a new understanding, a new respect for life in all its forms. Their final stand to protect the planet and its inhabitants was proof to their growth and the lessons learned during their time on this alien world. They had arrived as rescuers, but they were leaving as guardians, having taken a stand for what was right, not just for humanity, but for the universe as a whole. As Commander Adrian and his team prepared to leave the planet, their mission accomplished and the future of the planet seemingly secure, they were unaware of a larger, more complex situation unfolding beyond their knowledge. In the last moments on the surface, as they made their way to their ship, the sky above them began to change. What at first appeared to be a meteor shower soon revealed itself to be something far more extraordinary. A fleet of alien ships, sleek and silent, descended from the stars, entering the planet's atmosphere. The team stopped in their tracks, staring in awe and apprehension at the spectacle unfolding above them. These were not human-made ships. Their design was unlike anything Earth had produced. As the ships landed, forming a perimeter around the area, the mimics gathered, their expressions not of fear, but of anticipation. The hatch of the nearest ship opened, and from it emerged beings of another alien race. They were tall, with shimmering skin that reflected the planet's light, and their movements were graceful and deliberate. The mimics approached them, and to the team's astonishment, a peaceful and seemingly familiar interaction began. The mimic-human hybrid approached Commander Adrian and his team, who were watching this historic moment unfold. You have helped us protect our world, and for that, we are grateful. The hybrid began. But our planet's story is part of a bigger tapestry that you are not yet aware of. We, the Mimics, have long been in alliance with the Syraxians, he said, gesturing towards the newly arrived aliens. This alliance has been a safeguard against threats beyond our world, and now it extends towards Earth. The team was stunned by this revelation. The existence of another advanced alien race and their alliance with the Mimics was a development of monumental proportions. The implications for Earth and humanity were vast and immediate. The Syraxians have been observing Earth, the hybrid continued. They are aware of the challenges your planet faces. Environmental degradation, conflict and resource depletion. Our Alliance aims to offer assistance, to share knowledge and technology for the betterment of both our worlds. The Syraxians stepped forward, their presence imposing yet peaceful. One of them, who appeared to be a leader, addressed the team directly. Our civilizations have evolved beyond conquest and exploitation. We seek to build a community of worlds based on mutual respect and cooperation. Your actions here have shown that humanity is ready to be a part of this community. The team exchanged glances, realizing the gravity of this moment. 
This was not just first contact with another alien race. It was an invitation to join an interstellar alliance, a leap into a broader universe full of potential allies and shared knowledge. As the fleet of alien ships stood ready, a bridge between worlds now openly established, Commander Adrian knew that their return to Earth would mark the beginning of a new chapter in human history. As the team prepared for their journey back to Earth, escorted by the alien fleet, the Seraxian leader approached Adrian. We are aware you have questions about the fate of your fellow humans who once inhabited this planet, the Seraxian leader said, his voice resonating with a calm authority. Adrian nodded, recalling the mimic's cryptic message. The leader continued, After the confrontations and escalating tensions, the mimic sought a peaceful resolution. They requested our assistance to transport the colonists away from their world, to return them to their home. Earth. The revelation hit Adrian and his team like a wave. The colonists hadn't perished or vanished into thin air. They had been transported back to Earth by this advanced alien civilization. This act was one of compassion and respect for life, the leader added. It was a solution that preserved peace and prevented further conflict. As the ship began its journey home, the team was left to ponder this astonishing turn of events. The colonists they had been searching for had been back on Earth all along, sent home by an interstellar act of benevolence. The universe, it seemed, was far more complex and interconnected than they had ever imagined. 